What can you say in your own college dorm room as a Christian student? Stay tuned, this is important. The Legal Alert. Here's attorney David Gibbs, Jr. Will was more than a little unsettled after some of his roommates pushed back pretty strongly when he shared his political views and they became completely unhinged. Those were his words, completely unhinged when he spoke about his love for Jesus. One of his roommates threatened him saying, quote, we'll get you kicked out of here for that kind of hate speech. Will immediately called our attorneys at the Christian Law Association. He learned that there's an important legal precedent for considering dorm rooms as public forums, and he soon had the knowledge he needed to present his views confidently when his roommates tried to shut them down. Across America, we regularly get calls that the Christian Law Association say the gospel and Jesus is hate speech. Nothing could be further from the truth. Given with love and grace, the gospel of Jesus Christ is the hope of America. Will had every right to witness in his college dorm room. And that's today's Legal Alert. Connect with the Christian Law Association online at christianlaw.org. That's christianlaw.org. Or call 888-252-1969. And uh, good afternoon to you here at about, uh, well, we're going to call it uh, nine minutes after 12 noon. On a busy Thursday, it's nice on the outside. We're at 55 degrees, and we may gain a few more before we reach our daytime high. But we would love to have your company in the next little while, a time that we call Swap Shop. If you're looking to buy, sell, or trade something, maybe lost and found, garage, yard sale, uh, etc., we'll get that on for you. Area businesses, um, actually businesses anywhere, if you've got job openings, We'll be happy to spread the word about that as well. Several different ways you can reach us by phone, 828-884-9427, by email at wgcr at icloud.com, or you can find us online at wgcr.net. Here is the Pleasant View Choir, the song recorded back in 2009 during Sherathon, Nothing But the Blood for Me.
Sing a little bit more of that. Sing a little bit more of that. Hallelujah. My heart is yielded to his will. My soul has found its wings. My mind is drinking in the peace that knowing Jesus brings. Still many grow in emptiness, a place I live so long. If only they could sing with me this song. Nothing but the blood for me. Take away my sin. Still beneath the fountain that cleanses me This is Roger Walton with a moment from our Christian musical heritage. writer of this gospel song. He was going through a bout of depression after his wife left. As he sank deep into the abyss of depression, a tune started to form in his mind. He started humming the tune over and over. He said he didn't know where it was coming from, but it was there and then that the words were forming. He rushed to his piano to play the tune and write the words down. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from the sunshine, for its skies might turn to gray. Many things about tomorrow I don't seem to understand. Oh, but I know who holds tomorrow, and I know who holds my hand. Many Christian Musical Heritage Moment is a production of Anchor Broadcasting.
with that familiar theme, welcome to uh, Thursday. Yes, Thursday all day. Yes, it is. <laughs> the, uh, what, ninth? I know. Rolling right along. It's crazy. Crazy. Thursday. Uh, yeah. Ninth day of March already. I'm still, I'm still, you know, looking for candy from Valentine's Day, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. I mean, it's like, where is all the winter gone? Well, now, what do you think? Talk about winter. Let's talk about winter. Let's talk about winter. All right. It's making a comeback. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Here, you think? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it's supposed to be like cold toward the latter half of the weekend. Mm -hmm. And then stay kind of more seasonal next week. We're talking, we, we've enjoyed 60s and 70s. Mm -hmm. We're yeah. going to be 40s and 20s Ooh, by gravy. next week. Yeah, sure yeah. enough. So that being said, it's going to make a revisit, I think. Just Probably. when I was getting ready to put my winter clothes away. Yeah, pretty much for the last, almost the last week of winter, officially. Yeah. Because, of, you know, winter's over officially on the calendar, the well, 21st of March. But 26 Monday night and 24 mm -hmm. Tuesday night. Yeah. So what's that going to do to the things that are budding? Do you hey, think it's going to nip this, them? I believe it will. If, if the winds stay down mm -hmm. and, you know, it gets kind of still yeah. where there's going to be a frost and it'll, mm. it'll get them. Now, that's the problem. Yeah. Because I'm hoping and I'm hoping that uh, the, the the apple trees and all oh. the fruit trees have not quite mm. got to their stage. We probably have a little sap rising. Yeah. But I'm not sure what's going to do. We'll just have to, I guess, wait it out and see. We had this happen a few years back, yeah. and then we've had a couple of bumper years. Mm -hmm. uh, but now we're going to have to wait and see. They're pretty. The farmers mm. are pretty concerned. And rightfully so. So yeah. in all seriousness, pray for uh, the crops yes the apple crops yeah. and what you got strawberries that are probably early yeah yeah so we're we're praying not we, to mention all your wildflowers and everything is starting to come out now i yeah. mean you know we've got wisteria blooming you've got all the weeping cherries blooming you've got the bradford pears blooming mm -hmm. all that stuff's coming on and it's what about crepe myrtles that's my question <clears throat> for the day yeah i planted a crepe myrtle last year my mom and dad got me one mm -hmm. and i planted it and you know it was kind of mid-season so but it's not showing any signs of life i think Is i it think too early no nah, yeah it might be a little early for them i, or think. I may have killed yeah, it I, I, no which is a great possibility well you know i don't have a green thumb at all. It's like I was. I used. <laughs> I used my granddaughter's illustration in, in last night in a message. You know, she had got the fever because uh, she uh, had went out to our garden spot the last. I think it was on Tuesday, and took one of her sand pails and filled <laughs> it full of dirt. She filled it full of topsoil, and she begged her Mimi to go in the house and get some flower seeds in the packets that we'd had. Uh, and I don't know whether they were geraniums or whatever, but anyhow. She took the whole packet, went out there, and started poking her finger down in the dirt and started putting seeds in. Yeah. Well, yesterday, you know, she went out there to her playground and put her head down on the top of that pail just to see if anything had come up. And I'm thinking, you know, this would be a good <laughs> illustration in the fact oh. that, you know, when I used the parable of the sower last night in a message and talking about if we had that much enthusiasm right. about sowing seed and going back the next day Amen. to see if it come up, you know, she had done everything right. She got the soil right, you know, yeah. plowed it up and got it all nice and loose and, you know, put the seed in the ground. And uh, next day there was, by the way, that was a shot from the quarry. Uh, yeah, anyway, you didn't hear that on the radio, but. Anyway, long story short, that was a uh, it usually it worked right into the illustration last night. And if we just had that much enthusiasm yeah, about trying to share the gospel each and amen. every day, and go look and see if it comes yeah. up, that's one of those yeah. amen or oh Mimi. Yeah, uh, oh, exactly right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And here in the building, um, while Brother Eddie <laughs> was talking, and I don't know, it did shake. Folks may have heard a you little bit of shaking. Bit, yeah. uh, the quarry, the Penrose quarry, is just across the road, or mm -hmm. the quarry, however you want to say it. Yeah. Uh, and when they pull a shot, they let us know. Yeah. And it, uh, it, it kind of gets worse or more intense the further in the building you are. Yeah. And we're at the opposite end, so we get the full effect. There's the full ripple comes yeah. all the way down the so. end. <laughs> uh, 5252 said that. Her daughter used to call it creepy myrtle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, mine yeah. right now looks pretty creepy. It looks uh, like it's dead. Okay, so here, here's the word. Here's a, a 0013 says, uh -huh. 
please pray. Mm. If it freezes, the peaches are in full bloom and they'll be killed. Mm-mm-mm. So the peaches are in full, full bloom. Okay. Strawberries are in danger and the early apples are starting to bloom and they are in danger. So we've so, got to quite a few yeah. uh, crops that could be affected by a freeze. Uh, and was it, and again, years, you know, I, I'm terrible with what year it was, but we had the Easter freeze that right. year that just about destroyed the apple crop Correct. Yeah. for that year. And uh, we definitely don't want a repeat of that. So please, please pray yeah. that uh, the Lord would protect those crops. We used to live out, growing up, we used to live out in Edneyville when I was you know, younger before my parents built their first house and we lived out that way and they would literally come through and spray water on all the apple trees when it do this Mm. uh and and get it to freeze what it it does is that they would literally the blooms it would freeze the blooms Mm -hmm. but it would protect them you know and then it would kind of ice insulate right so to speak and then they set up these big giant wind turbines like big fans yeah they were huge fans that would keep the air moving across the orchards and um they you know they tried that but, you know, good, the good thing is I don't think it's going to be long-lived. We'll have yeah. a couple of days, maybe, hopefully, that where we won't have these, you know, extended period of coldness. Uh, we'll get down in the, you know, the 20s at night and the sun will come back out in the day. But the problem yeah. is if, it, if they are in advanced stages of blooming, it could create a major yeah. problem. Because it has to be below freezing for a certain amount of time. Yeah. And so if, if the Lord would just kind of warm it up and not <laughs> let it stay cold for a extended period yeah, yeah, uh, yeah thank you to 0191 the crepe myrtle won't bud out for a while okay so i can still be so hopeful so you may be hopeful so i'm going to be like ellie you, and go to my crepe myrtle go every day go every day <laughs> talk nice to it and say you can do it mm-hmm. uh let's see wanted to just kind of give another reminder about some prescribed burns going on okay uh the grassy creek falls trail will be closed for repairs on March the 13th, and uh, they're all, they've got, uh, they said it'll take two to three weeks there. They did a, did a control burn, if I'm not mistaken, uh, at Cedar Rock Trail and half of Little River Trail out in DuPont State Forest mm-hmm. Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, we saw some smoke here. saw quite here. a bit of it. It lasted um, all afternoon. I'm assuming that's where maybe that was coming from. But right now, they're just working on a lot of different projects. So, again, you've got the Grassy Creek Falls Trail. Uh, Barn Trail is going to be closed for repair. Sandy Trail is closed. The Guy on Farm parking area is closed. Uh, so just a lot of things going on in and around Forest Lands. Yeah. And let's see, I'm looking. The Great Smoky Mountains said recent favorable weather conditions are allowing for the planned spring burns between March 6th and April the 1st. Okay. Cades Cove being yep. one of those areas. And then a control burn is also planned for the Headwaters State Forest in Transylvania County. Okay. Not exactly sure when that burn is uh, going to be happening. But uh, we do have a ban on open burning for mm-hmm. all of Buncombe County. Right. Um, and that goes through noon tomorrow. Right. I don't know. Is there a burn ban in Transylvania and Henderson County as well? I know we were at elevated levels earlier in the week. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you know, that's, again, the ban, I don't know. If Miss Karen's yeah. listening, she's she typing might, that she real quick, be a, checking yeah. for us. Yeah. Uh, either way, I would say don't burn right now. Yeah, you know, we and it doesn't look like we're going to have a big washout with this rain system. It's moving through, even though we're looking at showers down in, a, in northern Alabama mm. and moving over into Georgia right now. Yeah. Uh, but doesn't look like it's going to be a major washout, just less than a tenth of an inch of stuff. So it may get a little wet, but um, I would definitely caution anyone yeah. not to do anything. Cover it up. If you, if you need to burn it and you don't want to haul it off, just cover it up. And then on these damp days when the humidity gets back up to about 80 or 90 percent and then try to give it a shot then get your permit and go for it yeah um and you can get your permit online it's very simple right takes just a couple of minutes yeah but you want to make sure that you do your homework and that you also have all of the things that you need and another thing too if you get your permit online print it off yeah print it off have it on you or on your property where you're going to be doing this at just because in case they get a phone call in case the local fire department shows up you've got your piece of paper in your hand it's just always a good thing to have that so print it off when you and i've done it plenty of times just print it off stick it on a fridge and then uh, go do what you need to do 
Yeah, and, and again, do your homework. Make sure that there's no ban and also that you've got the things that they recommend that you do. Make sure you've got that done. Yeah. You just you don't want to be careless yeah. by any stretch. Right. Well, I saw a neat story out of Kentucky, okay. and I don't know that I've ever heard of this many generations, but somebody listening, you may have this many generations, mm-hmm. but there's a lady in uh, Kings Mountain, Kentucky. Her name is M- Maydale Taylor Hawkins. Okay. And Miss Maydale is 98 years old. Wow. And she's in a, a assisted care facility there, but her mind's still good. Mm-hmm. But uh, looking back at her history, she got married to her first husband in 1940. She was 16 when she married him. Mm-hmm. He was 50. Oh. He had 10 children. His okay. wife had died while giving birth to twins at home. Mama. And he worked the railroad and had to get back to work, and he needed somebody to take care of his children. So Maydale, at 16, married him, stepped into the role of mother. She oh. was 16. Oh, my. She went on to have 13 children of her own. My goodness. So 23 kids, if I'm doing the math. Yeah. 10, yeah. 10 children when she married him, and they had 13. As of to date... Mm-hmm. She has 106 grandkids. Oh, my goodness. 222 great-grandchildren, 234 great-great-grandchildren, and 37 great-great-great-grandchildren. Great-great-great-great-great. Three greats. Oh, my. So I've heard, you know, great-great. I've heard, so what, five six generations. Gen- that's six, so, so that's six. That it? would be six generations. Incredible. So I'm interested, you know, five generations gets you your picture in the paper. Yeah. Usually. Because that, that's kind of, you know. Six gets you a trip to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> well, <something>. and seven <laughs> will put you in the Guinness World Records. Oh, is that right? The Guinness World Records reports that the current world record for the family with the most living generations was reached in 1989 and was awarded to a family in New York that had seven living generations. Incredible. That that is that is incredible. That's yeah. That's but wow. uh, six generations. I don't know around here. You know, again, I know some families with five. Oh yeah. And, and in our family, at times uh, when my grandparents are still alive, I think they had one mm-hmm. great great grandchild that they got to take their picture with. Wow. But uh, six. She'll be ninety nine, the middle of July. Ninety nine. But middle of July. man. That is something, something right. else. But I also right. thought it was something that she was 16 and married a man who was 50 and yeah. took on the role of mom of 10 children. In 1940. At 16. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, yeah. I realized back in the day yeah. that was not uncommon, that it did happen. There had to be wow. several large families, several large families back in that day. I mean, my, yeah. mom, my mom was one of 11 kids. 11? Yeah. My pastor, Brother Connie Cannon, he had 13, him and his wife had 13 children. Really? Yeah. And so big time. And it was just the thing. You know, and and I, and I say this, you know, not because this was unusual. Mm-hmm. The issue was is that, um, you know, a lot of families live had sust, sub, sustenance living, mm-hmm. meaning that you grew yeah. what you lived, uh, how, you, how you fed your families, how you, and many families had farms. To where you had to, um, instead of hiring labor, the children grew up farming. It was a generational thing. You learned yep. how to do it, and you took care of the family. Yep. And one of the ways, you know, that you do that is you have a lot of kids. Yeah. And uh, took care of the farm and took care of the house yeah. and helped raise kids. I know uh, my mom, she was in the younger half of mm-hmm. all those kids, and the older ones helped raise the younger ones, yeah. you know, as and, and that's just the way it was. What none heard so, of. Uh, yeah. Um, my mom was the oldest of seven, and uh, m- my grandma had several, and so did my grandpa. But I'm thinking my mother-in-law, she was, I want to say, the oldest of maybe 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. And, and you just, begin now you don't see a whole lot. What, the Thrin family have, what, 11 children? 11 children, yeah. Uh, and uh, you don't you don't hear of families, mm-hmm. you know, that large very often. Yeah, that, I mean, that's... Twenty three to five in the Thrin family. Really? Yeah. Because I asked the question. I just that? went ahead and asked the question. Uh-huh. I said, What's the age, you know, uh, the span between and it's from twenty three to five. They're precious. And, and eleven eleven kids. And that's kind of the way it was back yeah. in the day. You know, you had that huge span. Yeah. Uh, you know, my uncle Dan was quite a few years older than my mom. Um, but you know, 
of course now they're half of them are gone on to yeah. be with the Lord. But then again, uh, you don't see those quite those big families mm -hmm. like that. And so here to hear that story is a big deal, yeah. huge deal. Yeah, Miss Karen. Um, yep, your parents are like mine. Yeah, they were just big families. Her dad yeah. was one of twelve, and her mom was one of eleven. Wow. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. You know, and now if you have three or four children, people think you have a big family. Yeah. You know. Well, you uh, know, back even my you know my parents had five. I mean, mm -hmm. all boys. I mean, we just God all bless of, your mama. My mom Every had five. time you say that, I know my mom had five Ms. boys. Miss Nora, God yeah. bless you. <laughs> five boys, unbelievable. And you know, and my and my on my dad's side, you know, my my mom and my grandparents on that side, they had six kids. Mm. Yeah. So it was you know nothing nothing out of the ordinary. Yeah. Just it was what one of what yeah. what families did you yeah. had big families yep. um somebody text in where do you go online to get that burn permit you go to ncforestservice.gov yep and they did a quick google while brother Eddie was talking just to make sure so again in it's an online burn permit system there won't take you just a few minutes just some basic information again ncforestservice.gov yeah yep. and you can just follow the links there or if you're searching you can just google uh, online burn permit in North Carolina, and it'll take you to take that right location. To it. it sure will. Yep. Well, let's see. Um, earlier in the week, there was a storm that was was making history, or was set to make history. Mm -hmm. It was Cyclone Freddie. Now, I'd not really heard much about that. Cyclone Freddie. Cyclone Freddie. But as of, uh, let's see, the end of February, Cyclone Freddie had traveled 5,250 miles across the southern Indian Ocean Ooh. and had made a pair of landfalls in Madagascar and Mozambique. Mm -hmm. And uh, they said that Freddie had the potential to become the longest-lasting tropical cyclone on Earth. Oh, wow. There you have it. Yeah, that's, uh, well, you know, see that was see is that that's northern hemisphere so i guess it would rotate the same way a hurricane does but yeah i just some you know the the thing is i always get confused because you know, like hurricanes you know they rotate here mm -hmm. in america they rotate in that in a is it a counter it's counterclock no i it is counterclockwise and then it's i think it's either way i'm i'm sorry i just wanted to Sometimes in the southern hemisphere, it's kind of like they rotate the opposite direction. That's uh -huh. just the way the winds are. But it's—I uh, didn't know about the Indian Ocean because I, I never, you know, heard about cyclones and over there. I don't know doing I'm, what, which way they work. I'm terrible with that. I but, am too. Uh, I can't remember. My mind's just—it's okay. It's, it's a, it's a Thursday. It's, it's post Sherathon. Well, let's just there's, chalk it up to that. There's seven days of grace as far as brain power after Sherathon. Oh, uh, after Sherathon? Okay, yeah. so we just get an excuse. Right, yeah, we, we have just, an excuse. We have an excuse. And then we'll switch no, it to COVID, COVID brain. Yeah, well, and then because most of us we definitely don't want to go to age. We don't want to attribute it to that. Stay off of that for a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, let's see what else is going on. Um, yeah. yeah, we missed a big day. Oh no. On was it Tuesday the seventh? Was we that were, the seventh? We were here, but yeah, but yeah. I missed it. It was National Cereal Day. Right, National Cereal Day. Cereal Day. Yeah. I'm not a real big cereal person. I mean, I, I used to be when we were kids, you know. But they were talking the years that cereals were released. Mm -hmm. And according to this little chart that they had, in 1941, Cheerios were released. That seems to be the first noted cereal that was okay. released in 1941. It was originally called Cheery Oats. But then they kind of... Well, I can see that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then Raisin Bran came out in 1942. Mm. Now, in our era, which would be the 1960s, mm -hmm. uh, Life Cereal came out in 1961. Lucky. Then Fruit Loops and Captain Crunch yep. in 63. And then Lucky Charms and Apple Jacks followed. And kind of on the other side of the releasing, they say that in the 2000s, in the... 2000 years mm -hmm. that basically there was no new cereal released there was just spinoffs gotcha. you know yeah nothing new different and flavors different kind of textures yeah. that kind of stuff and and like holiday themed you yeah. know things and so do you have a favorite cereal um well i can pretty much I mean, I like Cheerios, but I mm -hmm. still have to put sugar on them. Yeah, me too. Okay. I yeah. mean, I can eat cornflakes, but I got to put sugar on them. Yeah. Unless you buy the frosted kind, 
and then that's okay. Uh, you can eat the frosted cap. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I, I can eat a cap. I can eat a bowl of cap and crunch. Oh yeah, Peanut any day of the week. Hunt, yeah, any day of the week. I like yeah. the honey bunches of oats. I can eat that, yeah. and then honey nut Cheerios. Yeah. But otherwise, I'm not a super um, kind of. Uh, cereal kind of person but they were talking in another report i read not long back that it's hard to fathom the amount of sugar in a lot of the cereals Mm -hmm. and those cereals are targeted at children go down the aisle i mean fruity fruit anything fruity and i don't want to name any one particular bashing it but you need to check there's a reason why that every one of those are at the first or second shelf Always. That's the height of little eyes. That's our little eyes. That's the way it is. Yeah. That's just the way. And that's how it's marketed. Just plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah. Puffed whatever. Yep. And sugar <laughs> whatever. And just mix it with sugar and puff it up. <laughs> yep. And that's exactly and what it call is. Call it cereal. And call it cereal. Cookies, all kinds of stuff. Yep. 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 Miss Karen Thank had you. some info on cyclones. Well, yeah. Winds moving in a circle, whirling around their central clear eye with the surface winds blowing counterclock okay so technically mm-hmm. technically a hurricane is considered a cyclone okay. but it's cons- but it cause you have a clear wall it is any type of you have winds moving in a circle mm-hmm. okay so not every hurricane is a cyclone and not every cyclone is a hurricane but when you get to that stage oh, okay. to where you have this central clear eye Mm -hmm. a lot of times you see hurricanes they don't have a formed eye quite yet just a definite eye eye. but once Uh it gets to that eye you know formation yeah and i was hey i got it close counterclockwise in the northern hemisphere clockwise in the southern hemisphere so i got it close you did good i guess yeah i don't know you didn't even some brain wave came from way back in the side of my brain somewhere (laughs) and and got it thank you miss karen yeah. Oh my! I have a one-way. Oh. I have a one-way street in my brain. Oh yeah. It d- never comes back again. Yeah. Um, cool. Something that is super aggravating, and I've had a few just recently, is the robocalls on oh. my cell phone. I know. Yeah. Mm. They said, "Here's here's this. Here's the U.S. They did a uh, a survey. I was trying to figure out who did this, but the FCC mm-hmm. did this." And in two, there were more than 225 billion robo text messages mm-hmm. that were sent to Americans last year. Wow. 225 billion with the B mm. text messages. There were 78 billion robo calls. Wow. So they say the robo calls are down. But the texts are up over 150%. And yeah. I don't really know how, other than blocking, you can block a number, but they tend to use a different one every time. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to, to get a handle on that. All I know is that sometimes if you turn, you can, you can set your notifications. Like if you don't want to look at your phone ever, or feel your phone every time a new text message comes in, mm-hmm. you know, you can kind of just turn off the to where you don't get the notification right away. Yeah. And then if you go back and look at your text message, but then again, you don't get the rest of them. You don't get your others. So I don't yeah. I don't know if you can, there's an easy answer for that. They say to protect yeah. yourself from scam text by never clicking on a link in a message unless you know who sent it to you. Yeah. And then even then, I would be careful in case it's they're spoofing a number that you're familiar with. Yeah. So it it's not just it's not just me. No, it's not. <laughs> Two hundred and twenty five billion yeah, good text company. and about seventy eight billion calls. And not to mention all the all the crazy, crazy emails. Oh yeah. It's just absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. You know, emails too. So you can find out that you're related to a prince and have an inheritance of like, you know, $67 billion waiting if you'll just, mm-hmm. just give call them this your number banking in a- call information. Call this number in Africa and send them your banking information. Right, so that I can transfer you the funds of my client, the late count whoever yeah, long, that chose long me to, uh, to get his money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Don't that do happened. It. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah. Never, never answer a call, I think, is the best thing if you don't know who it is. Yeah. And if it's important and they're legitimate, they'll leave you a message. Wow. I mean, I, yeah. I think that's... That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Uh, 1817 says, did you know popcorn could have been the first puff cereal? Hmm. And if you have a glass of milk and a glass of popcorn, you can place the popcorn one at a time in the milk and it will not overflow. Really? Hmm. 
Okay. How, okay, I'm going to have to try that sometime. We'll have to try that little experiment. And so see what... take a glass of milk and a glass of popcorn. Yeah. And take the popcorn and put it in the glass of milk one it, kernel at a time. It dissolves. I mean, just I the, guess it the pop, absorbs the pop, it. It just absorbs it up. Yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. I guess that's why you can get, I mean, sometimes people eat popcorn just to kind of uh, thwart off of cravings. Yeah. You know, if you get hungry, you can eat some popcorn. It kind of just fills your stomach up. Well, that gives you that false sense of it just does away with the hunger. Yeah. Pains for a little while. I don't yeah. know. I just eat it for the salt. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, the butter. And the, I started to say, and the butter. And the butter. And speaking of salt and butter, February is American Heart Month. Oh, that was a good segue. Yeah, why not? I was like, okay, I've got some kind of story in here I can segue into it. Um, they were talking about just how that the cost of treating cardiovascular health services uh, is hundreds of billions of yeah. dollars right. every year. Yeah. And a prayer request today, remember yeah. a gentleman earlier today undergoing yeah. heart surgery, surgery in Tennessee, yeah. mm-hmm. and we're, we're trusting the Lord will, will bless the surgeons there. But they said that um, hundreds of thousands of individuals die from heart disease every year. One person dies every 34 seconds. That's incredible. From a heart-related illness. Yeah. And they recommend some foods. They say vegetables, yep. fruits, whole grains, fish, or other foods such as poultry are the backbone of a healthy diet. Yeah. And that's what they say is and exercise are mm-hmm. the things that you can do to avoid cardiovascular illnesses. Yeah. Dark leafy greens is good. Mm-hmm. Olive oil. Yep. Avocados, mm-hmm. berries, mm-hmm. beans, salmon, whole grains, grapes, walnuts and flax seed. Flax Those seed. are the 10 specific categories that they gave. Okay. So I'm thinking, well, I need to do better. Uh, yeah, I just got, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> no, well, the thing is, you know, it's, it is it is hard. We just, you bring that up right after we come out of Sherathon. Yeah. <laughs> All this great food that we've yeah. had. But yeah, it is important. And yeah. particularly, you know, it's getting warmer outside. Exercise is important. Yeah. I just took a walk around the grounds just so I could stretch my legs and get a little bit of fresh air. Just walk around the grounds. And it's good to get outside. Uh, maybe if you've got allergies, you might want to make sure you take care of that because there's a lot of pollen in the air. I saw a picture down at Lake Kiwi the other day. The the, the water was just covered in pollen down there, just oh, wow. yellow. With, mm. with uh, Yeah. So that being said, get outside, get some exercise, eat right, um, get plenty of rest yeah. if you can, and, uh, you know, avoid those, uh, those uh, things that... Of course, I'm a. I like red meat. I mean, mm. you know, this. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of to the point. If yeah. it tastes good, you need to spit it out. But if it Boy. tastes like grass or tree bark, eat all you want to. Yeah, I think my wife had some of those rice cakes she was eating on the couch the other night. I'm like, never been that hungry. No, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, I, I applaud her for it. I'm glad she's doing it. But no, oh. anything that tastes like cardboard. Yeah, you know, just eat the box and throw the food away. I, you'd be probably better off. <laughs> it might be. Probably better off. Might taste better. I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of getting plenty of sleep, um, heads up, daylight savings time. Oh, yeah? It's this weekend. Okay. Saturday night before you head to bed. That is Roll the clocks forward one hour. Yeah. You want to be there in time for Sunday school. Yeah. I mean, you know, (laughs) we talked about this before we ended last last night before we left. And uh, somebody said, well, you know, the ones that come in at 11 probably miss it all together. And they said, nope, not at Crossroads. <laughs> not at Crossroads. They, they, they still got the, at least he's, the second half. He's still got the, still got the third, last 30 minutes in the altar call to give. before so you, won't so, miss it. So you won't miss it at Crossroads, I promise you. <laughs> but be on time. Yeah. Yeah, Do you, just set your clock. And, and, and it's hard, especially on the kids, seems to be. Yeah. Um, and if you can maybe start putting them to bed, you know, I know it's just a couple of nights away, but kind of back them up a little bit and yeah. uh, this one hurts in the morning but it is very nice in the evenings you yep. have to admit yeah it's the yep. sure sign of spring well yeah it's uh the good thing is is that you know, we get a little more daylight of an evening yeah and that's a good thing because you know it's you know i mean it's still dark from for me personally when yeah. i come to work and I, i've enjoyed these mornings where it's a little bit light although we've had a nice moon yeah. over the last few nights it's been nice i mean it's almost like daylight driving in now yeah. so been very nice but it, yeah it, looking forward and to if it. you're driving just heads up there's construction delays over on 26 it's going to be right near the mountain home exit 
and uh, you're backed up for a little while. It is construction related, so hang tight. It it should clear up. And then also construction related delays on I-40 westbound over in the Iron Duff community. That ongoing bridge construction has it down to one lane in each direction, and there's a bit of a backup today. And then what is going on here? They're doing um, construction at Weaverville, is that it? That must yep. be it. That's okay. It. Weaverville, I-26, um, you're slow around the Weaverville exit, and uh, it's construction. So just yeah. hang tight and be patient. Yeah. I know you mentioned prayer requests just a minute ago, and I just can't get it off my mind. But would you, uh, folks need to continue to help us pray yeah. uh, for the folks in Haywood County. We've been covering the story for quite, you know, for a few yeah. days now. Uh, it's it's made national news. It's made North Carolina, you know, yeah. or NCNN news, and it's it's really going to be impacting a lot of folks over there. And I just can't seem to get that uh, uh, situation off my mind. So you help pray for those uh, that are going to be without jobs by the yeah. end of May, first of June. Big big issue. Big big issue. And the entire city and town of Canton. Yeah. And I mean, every business they were saying the economic impact is in the the five hundred million dollars yeah. is going to be the ripple impact. Yeah, that's from ripple. Five, that's the ripple the effect. And um, you know, and of course they did a comparative story. And I don't know, mm-hmm. every community is different. And yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to elaborate too much on that. But I can just say they did a comparative story between Brevard and the closure of the Acousta plant, mm-hmm. and of course Dupont, and then the, the closing of the Canton Mill. And, you know, every community is different. Every part of the state is different. But I just say this, you know, um, (laughs) you know, (laughs) there's the thing is that place has been over there for over 100 years, 110 years. And to try to place it, place something else in its place to try to offset the economic impact. Not it's not always a good thing by trying to replace it with something that is not really all that great for the community. And that's my, I'll leave it at that. And this, you know, but I'm just saying, it's just, uh, uh, it's just a sad day. And, well, and, Transylvania County. Oh, well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just going to be quiet about that. So we'll yeah, let Pastor. Yeah. Well, yeah. And we, and, and, and he, you know, he has touched yeah. on it and we've watched it. It's a wave. Yeah. Put it this way. Uh, and it's not a good one. Just no. leave it at that. Um, 11 days until spring. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there we go. Not, not long. 11 days uh, until don't, spring. They say don't plant, though, till Mother's Day. Okay. Um, uh-huh. 12-11. Um, Brother Coates' message was Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Okay. Yeah, they were yeah, thinking so. it was Thursday night. So okay. if, you'll, if you'll look for... It is on our website. It Sunday is, morning. It is, it is on that website. Just click on when you go to media uh-huh. and scroll down. Uh, to where it says when you go to and go to media, scroll to pulpit hour, okay. or go down to pulpit hour. Come if you want, on media. If you want to listen to it uh, there, pulpit hour. Go to pulpit hour. It. it is the very first message. The right half, there. That's it. So you can see that on our website, wgcr.net. Click on mm-hmm. media, it's scroll there. down to pulpit hour, and it's the very first message. It sure is. Okay. So Amen. we've already got it on our website. I see it there. Yeah. Okay. So you can get it there, and on the video channel, you should be able to, to yeah. search it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tourist area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Transylvania County's become the land of beer and bicycles. You got it right. And then we'll just move on. Yeah. How about that? Let's not. Let's pray that it don't happen over that way. That's there yes, you go. Okay. Well, if you're we going got, to Florida, you need to keep your dog inside the car because a new bill in Florida will make it illegal for dogs to stick their heads out of the window. Okay. Yeah. All right. Some serious legislation. No there. more saliva floating through the air down the interstate. Yeah. Um. I. I'm really not sure. Um. I. Well. And maybe they're thinking that it. I'm trying to think of why general distractions could be the wind can seriously here it goes okay although most dogs love to stick their heads out open windows the wind can seriously irritate their eyes and nose so okay so it's now there's a a guy in brevard i say a guy maybe a lady but they have a, a big truck and there's a beautiful it looks like a husky husky dog you know big furry white looking gray mm-hmm. looking dog yeah and it wears glasses little goggles in the back of the car of the truck so i guess the wind doesn't hurt and i wanted to mm. ask how long did it take you to train your dog to wear those goggles because it <laughs> seems to be happy with it 
I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, that's pretty cool. I don't know that our dogs would do that at all. But I'm like, well, if, if that's what you want to legislate, go right ahead. So Obviously, somebody had a problem with it, I guess. Or way too much time on their hands. Um, we'll move on. 2607, if you'll just text us. Uh, if you want a hard copy, mm-hmm. if you want to text us through the text line, it comes straight to us. We won't give out your information at all. You can text us your address, mm-hmm. your name and address, and we will get that to you. If uh, 2607, text us your name and address. We'll get you a copy, a hard copy on CD uh, of Brother Ricky's message on Saturday yeah. morning. Is it on Pulpit Hour? Is it, it listed? I, didn't, I did not well? see it, but I could look. I didn't okay. go down that far. But if not, we'll, we'll certainly try there. to get that for you, okay? Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. You, we got you. Oh, you got oh, it. Good. Had good so deal. you got the other message from brother Brian. That's good, great. Good. Uh, <laughs> somebody's seen that truck. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a beautiful dog. Oh yeah. yeah. Beautiful dog. It is. All right. Well, let's get into swap shop items We've got for this Thursday, eight two eight 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 four nine four two seven. All right, here is our Feeding for His Glory ministry, a ministry out of the Maple Hill Baptist Church. It's going to be hosting a family fun day, excuse me, April the 29th from 10 to 4, and they need vendors. And they got a lot of things going on that day at the Etowah Park, and they need vendors. You can sign up, and spots are only $35 for a tent size, $10 for a small table size spot. If you're church, small business, boutique, or whatever else you'd like to come, just reach out to them. You can go to their email, and their email address is feedingforhisglory, all one word, feedingforhisglory at gmail.com, or you can call 828-243-9782. There's yard sale coming up at Balsam Grove Community Center this Saturday, March the 11th from 8 to noon. Breakfast uh, will be available starting at 8 a.m. that you can purchase, and they've got a bunch of items. Again, that's this Saturday, 8 to noon at Balsam Grove Community Center. A four-year-old full-blooded yellow lab and an Australian shepherd lab mix. They're females. They need lots of room to run and would love for them to go together free to a good home. 674-9151-674-9151. Angus freezer beef, grass and grain fed, custom cut and packaged to your order. They are selling by the hanging weight of five fifty a pound. You must buy at least half. Seven seven nine one six one one seven seven nine sixteen eleven. And here's a nice camper. It's a 2006 Fleetwood Niagara pop-up camper with slide-out, fully loaded with bath and shower, stove, oven, and microwave. They're asking $10,000 or best offer. You can go to WGCR.net, click on Swap Shop to see the pictures, or call them 674-9151, 674 9151. Some folks are looking for trailer tires or wheels that are 205 7515s, five lug, and they prefer white wheels, but that's not necessary. If you could send them pictures and the approximate age and tire wear, and if you call, you can leave a message if there's no answer 678 835 7384. 678 is the area code 835 7384. Here's a Christian-owned business in Mills River that are looking for a full-time secretary. Call for details at 828-654-8000, extension 3, 828-654-8000, extension 3. Harmony Hills Baptist Church in the Emma District of West Asheville is prayerfully seeking an interim pastor and ultimately a full-time pastor. If you've got any uh, suggestions or referrals, please give them a call at 275-5343-275-5343. All right. And let's see, birthday wishes today. Yeah. Judy Clark over in Leicester having a birthday. Happy birthday, birthday Miss Judy. And then Edna Austin. All right. Happy birthday, Miss Edna. God bless you. Yeah, Hope and God pray it's you, a folks. great day for you, dear folks. Yeah. Well, Anything going on in Carolina calendar immediately that we need to know about? I think other than tonight, there is the council meeting at Mills River Town Council. 630. Having, yeah, and I think that's the only thing that's going on right now. Um, and I don't have, I didn't have it pulled up on Yeah, that's screen, okay. So, yeah. I, I had kind of flipped through yeah. real quick. Okay. Um, Sunday night, the Edwards family will be at Fletcher first. Right. So remember that's that. Right. That's okay. at 6. Yeah. And Brother Waldrop and the good folks there at Fletcher would love to have you come and be with them. Yeah. And then there's the crime prevention seminar, well, Refuse to Be Saturday. a Victim, that's Saturday yeah. at Quebec Community Center. $55 is the cost. 
and uh, it's for men and women. It's teaching you easy to understand methods that you can use to just basically increase awareness yeah. and try to avoid getting yourself in trouble. That's a good for idea. more information, 553-0440, and that's also a good number to register. All right, very good. Have a great afternoon. All right, everyone stay safe, and we'll see you tomorrow.